0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Liberty Minded Podcast, formerly known as the Right Wing Vegan Podcast. I am Scott, your host, taking you through the wacky and wildness that is our world and our crumbling society today. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to turn my audio down a little bit because I did get some feedback on the last episode and thank you for that. I know that the picture is still the right wing vegan picture and I'm I'm working on that. I don't know why it is, but but we're working on that. We're going to try to get that resolved. must just be some error with the image I used, whatever. Okay, we'll figure it out. But I also want to thank you for the feedback that I was a little loud um, and that my audio changed at times. That's because I move away from my mic and I need to get better at doing that. When you have a stationary mic, it's like one of the big downfalls of it is that if you move away from your mic, your audio is going to change, right? And so um, that's just... It is what it is there, but we're working to fix it. Anyways, enough of that. Welcome back to the show. We have more proof today that our society is in decay that I want to cover today. It's a, it's a, it's not good news. It's actually bad news, but it is news that should affirm your stance on abortion and, and it's the fact that it's evil. Um, and there are almost no excuses for it. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about... Um, just in general, I think have a conversation about how wokeness and cultural diversity and inclusion um, is affecting my workplace. So perhaps a personal anecdote to round out the show today. Um, but but again, thank you for joining. So let's start from the beginning. okay, now now a lot of us are awaiting the decision from the Supreme Court on Roe versus Wade. It's actually not Roe versus Wade, but the expectation for the decision is that we will get a a reversal of Roe versus Wade. And so that is you know because again just to go back there was a leaked there was a leaked um, decision by the Supreme court that overturns roe versus wade and there's been a lot of fervor about this decision from both people who are pro-abortion and people who are who are anti-abortion and I'm gonna call it that I'm not going to call it pro-life or pro-choice because I do believe those are political terms you're either for abortion or against abortion um, and you can you can be generally for abortion in terms of like, but against late-term abortion, I mean, there's variations to that, right? But let's just call it, let's just call a spade a spade, okay? You either want abortion to be legal or you want it to be illegal, and that's, that, that is what it is. Um, I know there are caveats to it, so whatever. But, but just from a general standpoint, that, that's what it is. So anyways, TimCast.com has a has a story here, and I think this is interesting. And the story says that new new data, number of abortions has increased for the first time in 30 years. Let me read this headline again for you. Number of abortions has increased for the first time in 30 years. Now, take a lot. Now, and, and the article calls this out. Adrian Norman is the author of the, the article. Alongside the increase in abortions, there was a 6% decline in birth. So, so less babies are being born in general. And more abortions are happening uh, with pregnant women. Now, reading a little bit of the article here, this is data from the, I'm going to say this wrong, I'm sorry, Gutmacher Institute. Gutmacher, maybe is probably the appropriate way to say it, I don't know. But it has shown that that in this study, abortions have increased nationally. So, um, between the years 2017 and 2020... Abortions have increased 8% nationally, and that number has gone from 862,320 to 930,160. So we're almost at a million lives ended by these murders. Um, The abortion ratio, which is the number of abortions per 100 pregnancies, has increased 12%. So um, this is, here's some more data for you, among women aged 15 to 44... Abortions increased 7%. That's interesting. So, okay, so a lot of those, some of those abortions are happening pre-15, which I suppose makes sense. The data also show that in 2021 and five, wow, wow. As I'm reading this, I'm struck by how tragic this is. The data shows that in 2020, one in five pregnancies ended in abortion. Man. Overall, the number of abortions increased in all four regions of the country, Northeast, Midwest, West, and South. Alongside the increase in abortions, there was a 6% decline in births. There were trend variations across individual states and no clear patterns as to why some experienced increases or decreases. In some states, including Illinois, Mississippi, and Oklahoma, there were substantial increases. In others, such as Missouri, Oregon, and South Dakota, there were substantially fewer abortions. But it does say that there are some policy changes that have had an impact on On the specific state numbers. In New York there was a 6% decline in abortions. Between 2019 and 2020. But during 2020 at least 10% of clinics in the state. Reported that they had either paused abortion care. Or stopped stopped providing it altogether. Due to the pandemic. Wow. So. You know if you are. If you are anti-abortion. And you read this and you look at these numbers you know the truth is this has to this has to affirm your stance right in the severity of this issue and i i will not sugarcoat my stance on this i think abortion is murder i think in very rare instances the woman should be allowed to decide instances where her own life is at risk which by the way i believe is like less than 1% of abortions it's, it's a very low percentage of the number. They always bring it up as an argument as to why we should allow abortion, but it's a very low percentage of abortion. And I don't disagree that if the woman's life is physically at stake. So so what I mean by that, and you have to be very clear about this, because what will happen is doctors will say, well, if this woman carries the baby, then, then she would be suicidal. And so so you know we have to allow her to have the abortion for her mental health. But I, I don't want to include mental health. I, to me, that, that doesn't matter. You don't get to decide whether or not somebody lives or dies because it makes you feel better. And, um, you know, to me, the debate is over in terms of where life begins. There's a lot of scientific studies now that show that life begins at conception. And um, I I stand by that. That's that's my belief and my stance. And uh, the, the whole argument around liberty, which I will just, I want to do this because I want to clear up my stances on the position so that you know where I'm coming from. You know, I am not neutral on this issue. I believe that all life matters. I think that we, we make bad decisions and then choose to end uh, uh, the baby's life because of bad decisions is incredibly selfish. You deserve to burn in hell for that. And I don't have any sympathy for you. Um, and I don't care that you think your rights are being taken away. You do not have the right to end someone else's life. Period. End of story. Um, perhaps if someone, you have a right to self-defense and if someone is attacking you, then you have a right to defend your life from that other person because that person is violating your right to life. But you you do not have the right... That baby doesn't have the right to... you know That baby doesn't have the ability to defend itself against you and your poor decisions. Um, So it is of my opinion that unless your life is at stake, meaning if you carry the pregnancy to term, you would pass away. Um, I don't think you have the right to abort the baby. And I know that sounds awful, um, because a lot of people bring up rape. And while I'm willing to to concede on the issue of rape, simply because I think, it, it, you know, I'm willing to concede because saving some lives is is saving some lives is better than saving no lives and allowing this this barbaric um, act to continue. I I think you know, but but what what happens is you know. So I'm willing to concede on rape, but at the same time, I don't think the baby made that choice and I don't think the baby's life should end because of the choice of his parents. I don't believe that you should be thrown in jail because something your parents did. And I don't believe your life should end because of something your parents did either or one of your parents. You know, uh, you should have a chance at life. And I know that's very unfair to the woman, but, um, you know, that's why it's a crime, isn't it? That's why rape is treated as, as such a crime. Um, because of the consequences of rape and i do believe that we should we should probably raise the penalties of rape uh you know maybe to accommodate that but i i don't i don't know you know And, and a lot of people say well scott but this isn't really libertarian of you is it and i i disagree i think that it is a it is it is you know you're not talking about one person's rights here you're talking about two people's rights and the right to life supersedes all other all other rights, in my opinion. It is, you know, the fundamental right that we have given to us by God is our life. God grants us the right to a life. And so, um, to me, that supersedes all other rights. I, I can't infringe on your right to life. Again, unless you're trying to infringe on mine. So, that's that's sort of an eye for an eye, isn't it? But um, this, is, this is dire, and this certainly affirms my stance that abortion is, 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 you know, it's only being made popular because it's being celebrated. This is sort of the same thing as the trans stuff, right? So you're seeing a lot of people now identify as gay or trans or whatever, right? Some, some <laughs> whatever, dash on the LGBTQ plus minus XYZ scale. Um, you're seeing a lot of people come out and identify as as something on that scale. Now, true, we're broadening that scale, right, to, to almost include everything under the sun as a member of the LGBTQ plus minus XYZ community. Um, so it's, it's almost harder to not be on that scale somewhere than it is to be on it. But the truth is, is that the reason why so many people are identifying as some form of that is is because of the popularity that it has garnered and it is now almost the cool thing to do, which is disgusting in and of itself. But, but you know, these children are being manipulated to do it. And I think it's it's sort of the same thing with abortion, right? Is that now we're celebrating abortion. Abortion is propped up as this thing that you should be proud of, not ashamed of. And because of that, you're seeing more and more people have abortions just so that they can say that they did. Um, it also proves that it is just a convenient way for these, these people who make terrible decisions to end their pregnancy, um, you do have a choice. By the way, you have a choice prior to having sex to use protection so that you don't get pregnant. Or here's a fundamental thought: maybe save yourself for marriage, which is probably the better choice. Anyways, um, to do you know, know that you are ready for that commitment before you commit yourself to someone else in that manner. Uh, But abortion is a convenient way to get out of a pregnancy, which let's let's be completely honest, the majority of people use it as that. It is not um, it's not acceptable. And I do believe that anybody who who supports abortion up to birth is a demon. I think that is demonic. I think that is about as evil as you can be. I see no justification for that whatsoever. I do not think there is a valid logical reason that a pregnancy should be terminated um, up to birth. Unless it is um, to save the mother's life, actually physically save her life, and that is, again, less than 1%, I do believe, of, of abortions in the United States. So this news is dire, but take take solace in knowing that um, Roe v.ersus Wade was an abomination. It is not good constitutional law. It was not a good decision for the courts. That will be overturned, and then states will be able to decide what they want to do. And a lot of people will say, yeah, but that's not definitive because some states are going to allow abortion up to birth, if not post-birth. And that is fine. Let those states surround themselves in sin. And, um, you know, just another reason for you to leave some of these these awful sinful states uh, where depraved humans are allowed to act depraved. So, I, I want... I want to be clear. That's my stance. So I am biased in discussing this issue. And you may not agree with me, and that's fine. Obviously, I allow... You know, I'm not going to disown you because you disagree with me on abortion or think that you're a bad person because of that. But... um. But I do... I do want to, to just talk about that because... You know, you keep you keep seeing these examples of not only the decline of the United States of America, which is pretty evident in some of our policies and the outcomes of those policies and the decisions that are being made in the direction that we're being headed. in. The fact that food is as expensive as it is, it is. the fact that we just raised the, the Fed is, is raising rates like 75 points, the um, you know, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. And those of us who are awake, who've been paying attention, we can clearly see that. Those of us who are asleep, they may not see it. And they might see it too late. And that's that's on them. You know, they have to wake themselves up. We can help, but there, there's only so much we can do. But we're also in a moral societal decline. And this is where I always get into this territory of like, will we ever come back from this? And I don't know the answer to that, right? Because when I look at society as a whole, I look at things like, oh, well, here you go. Abortions are up because it's the cool thing to do. And that's just disgusting. And I don't know how you as a society recoup from that. You know, I think of... Um, these schools, too, and the, 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 the perversion that we have allowed in our schools where teachers and drag queens and wh- whoever it may be, groomers, in all honesty, and pedos. Who have access to our children and are using that access to corrupt our kids. And I think how do you how do you come back to the table with these people? You know, there are some people that you can come back to the table with and discuss right? some issues like let's say student loan debt, for instance. Right. I may have a different stance on student loan debt than a lot of conservatives. I think that student the government should do something to help with student loan debt, because I do think it's the educational institutions fault partially that we are in the the position that we are in you are told that you need a college degree to do anything in life trust me i was in high school and so i do think that the the educational institution bears some of the burden of this and i think that we should seize the endowments of these schools to pay off these student loans i don't know that it should come at the expense of the taxpayers because i think that if you seize the endowments of these universities you could you could pay off these student loans so that's i'm in favor of that um But I am in favor of something, especially since, you know, we're more than willing to give Ukraine $40 billion to do whatever the hell it wants with. Why couldn't we use that $40 billion to help the American people in some capacity? I would much rather take that $40 and apply it to student loan debt than I would to give it to Ukraine. So there is that. Um, but anyways, I, I just worry, I worry about society and, and you can see some of these anecdotes in your own personal life if you pay attention. And I would like to, I, you know, I, I want to round the show out today by talking about a personal anecdote in my life. So the company that I work for uh, a little while ago now, maybe over a year ago now has, has created, they created a new department and it was the cultural diversity and inclusion department, right? And we know that cultural diversity and inclusion is a dog whistle. It's sort of a tor- term that's used to disguise critical race theory and that is what this group does they meet once a month right now it's voluntary but highly encouraged they meet once a month and they talk about things that quite frankly are not appropriate for work they talk about race they talk about sex they talk about sexual orientation um, all from the lens of critical race theory all from the lens that some voices should be silenced and other voices should be elevated it's completely inappropriate um, if you are a white person, you are openly discriminated. If you are a straight person, if you are a Christian, you are openly discriminated against in these meetings. There's, there's no if ands, or buts about it. Your views have no place in the cultural inclusion and diversity department, but the sinful beliefs of others definitely do have a place there and are elevated and highlighted. And some of the things that they say in these meetings are borderline illegal. You know, like for instance, uh, you know, hiring someone because they are gay. Hiring someone because they are black. Well, that is illegal. That is that is illegal. You are not allowed to consider race or sexual orientation, I believe, when you're hiring somebody. So I, I don't think that that is legal. And I think that is illegal. And, and I think that you should start turning your companies in. You know, and this is the tricky thing, right? And I, I have to damn myself here because I know this goes on. I choose not to participate um, because it is offensive. And trust me, they don't want me there. I will cause more of a ruckus than I would do anything else. So right now I voluntarily opt out of these and I will continue to voluntarily opt out until it is mandatory. And then once it is mandatory, the lawsuits will start flying because I refuse to be discriminated against at work. I refuse to be told that because I'm a Christian, I am not allowed to have the beliefs that I have because I'm bigoted or racist or whatever. I, you know, my personal story is that my stepdad is black. Uh, uh, You know, he came into my life at a very young age and raised me. I am anything but racist. I have a mixed half brother. I am very, very. What is it? Biracial. Now is the nicer. Who cares? I have a biracial half brother. I am uh, the opposite of a racist. Okay, um, and I know more about that than the 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 wealthy. Um, you know, people who go to these meetings, right? Of course, the department is headed by the daughter of one of the owners, of course, because obviously she has nothing else better to do and they need to justify paying her a high salary. So why not throw her in charge? She probably went to a liberal university. Throw her in charge of a, you know, useless department in the company that checks a box for the company um, and allow her to just kind of run muck. And that's what they're they're doing. and, And it's... To the detriment of the business, in all honesty, because if a lot of this information that they share in these meetings got out to the public, to our customers, you know, they, they may not want to buy from a company who advertises themselves as made in America, American made, and and whose customer base is primarily auto shops and, and, you know, businesses like that. So so I don't think a lot of the people who work in auto shops or run auto shops or run uh, manufacturing share the same values as perhaps Um, the owner's daughter does when it comes to cultural diversity and inclusion aka known as critical race theory and critical gender theory so it's it's a personal anecdote and if you're going through this at a company uh you know follow me on twitter it's it's at vegan wing you can follow me there and, and reach out to me and we can talk about it i i Um, because in all honesty it's I share your pain and I understand what you're going through and it's a really tough position to be in it's very easy for us to sit behind a microphone and say oh well you should turn your company in for this and risk your job especially in a world where you need your money probably more than you've ever needed it um, because of the price of food the price of gas the price of just everything right now which is completely absurd and we all know this Um, so so it is what it is but You should definitely stand your ground and not allow yourself to be discriminated against or your beliefs to be discriminated against. And you should stand up for others as well. Because at the end of the day, look, our beliefs are only as strong as our ability to defend those beliefs. Because other belief systems, other ideas will fight to supersede ours. So you have to defend them. Otherwise they die. Now, I'm happy to report that the CDI department at my work, the attendance is down. Our department at work has decided to do its own version of CDI, which is ridiculous, by the way. Um, So they do these smaller group meetings at just our department. I'm happy to report that that attendance is down. Um, Again, if it becomes mandatory, I I will speak up, and I don't care. If they decide to fire me, I'll sue them for discrimination. So there will be that. Anyways... Uh, That's all I have for you today. This is kind of a dour, down episode, and I apologize for that. Perhaps we'll talk about some more lighthearted stuff on Monday, which is the next time I will see you. I hope you all have a fantastic, wonderful weekend. Keep defending liberty. It is the the most important thing. And um, if you like the show, please like, share, subscribe, do all of the things, let your friends know. Otherwise, I will see you all next time. Thank you for listening.